Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, everybody. Continuing with the laws of Hachsharat Kelim. Again, we are uh, focusing on the general rules. And then Bezat Hashem, um, we'll get to the uh, actual practice in different scenarios. <clears throat> so we gave the introduction last time. This is what we're saying now. Benosaf lekach she'asu leishtamesh bekelim she'bishlu bahem taref velo avru hachshara kadin. In addition, that you are not allowed to, in addition to the fact that you're not allowed to use kelim that you you used or were used, for terefa and that were not kosher properly. If you use those dishes to cook uh, your kosher food, the food becomes prohibited. Mishum, the reason is The reason is because the uh, the taste of the dish that was cooked in the kli gets stuck onto the walls of the kli, and it's also absorbed by the walls. And if after you, you cook, or was cooked, this non-kosher food in your pot, then you want a new kosher cooker, you want to cook kosher food, the taste of the, the flavor of the terefa will come out from the walls, and will be absorbed into the kosher food. And we calculate the walls as if they are completely filled with the tam of the prohibited substance. Since normally, almost always, you will not have enough food in the pot to... Uh, to 60 times what is absorbed in the walls. Therefore, every time that you cook something in that pot, then the uh, it will absorb the non-kosher taste, and therefore it would be asur. The same thing applies when you, uh, you know, with a pot that was cooked, a dairy pot, and then you want to cook, then you cook meat afterwards. (laughs) Since you don't have 60 times of meat, um, um, more than the walls of the pot, (laughs) therefore the tafshil becomes prohibited. He asks the question, why do we, why do we calculate the whole walls of the pot like it's filled with the taste of prohibited foods. Because we are talking here about a doubt that we have no um, availability, we're, we're, there's no possibility to, to solve this doubt. We don't know exactly how much ta'am is stuck and absorbed in the walls, and we don't know how much was released. There are some kelim that absorb more and some uh, expel more. 
Kelecheres bolaim harbe. Clay and uh, pottery and um, stoneware, those absorb a lot. Ukle etz pachot, wooden vessels less. Ukle matechet od pachot, and metal even less. Gamben kleacheres yeshevdelim. And even with regards to the uh, the, the, the clay the, and the stoneware, that is, there's differences. Sheeshnam aviririm shebliatam merubah. There's very, very porous ones that, that absorb a lot. Veyesh dechusim, more compressed ones, shebliatam pechuta, that have less absorption. Hadashim bolayim arbeh, newer pots, they absorb more. And yeshanim, yeshanim bolayim me'at, and the older ones absorb less. Kemoken yesh tafshirim shetama merukaz vechazak, Besides the pot, you have cooked dishes that have a very strong flavor. You're going to have 10 grams of a substance of a spice that can really, really spread the taste. Since we're talking about a constant safek that we have no way of assessing and actually a con- uh, concretizing the the amount that we're talking about. Therefore, nifsak lalacha, the halacha was posek. Shekedei latzet mitchum asafek yesh lachmir alakatzei acharon. So, therefore, in order to release ourselves from any safek, we have to be machmir all the way to the end. Ulachshiv et kol defanot hasir. We have to assume that all the walls of the pot kilu hen meleot betam atavshil ataref that they are filled with the Taste of the terefa. Bekevan she'en betavshil pishishim keneged anofa hadefanot hatavshil neesad. And if there's no, there's not enough food in the pot that that adds up to sixty times the volume of the of the walls, the tavshil is neesad. Therefore, and you can't have the the uh, the food. Lo zubilvad. Not only this. Ela she'im acharka chibashlu beotosir tavshil nosaf gam huyas yeesad. Even if Afterwards, you cook in the same pot an additional tafshid that also is asur. Ki es safek. Because now we have additional safek. Ulai Maybe when you cook the first time, the, 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 uh, the, the taste of the, the prohibited taste didn't expel. And maybe it was, a, it was only the second cooking that expelled the taste. Since we don't know how much was expelled the first time and the second time, therefore, we are totally fully mahmir. And we assume that every time you cooked, the, the taste was expelled from the pot into your food. Um, uh, general, the, the, the rules that, uh, that, that come into play here, where we have no, when we, we can't really calculate, we don't know the, uh, the, 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 we don't have, there's no possibility to figure out the time of the tafshil. Uh, truth is, you can't have a Jew try to figure out whether or not there's a taste of non-kosher in the, in the tafshil. If there is a reliable non-Jew, and he tastes it, and he says, there's no taste of, of Isur over here, 
technically the tafshil is kosher because he's tasting it and he's saying, I don't taste any pig. There's no pork, there's no bacon here. Kosher. Omnam, keban shatamim, hamachmakim, since the tastes are very elusive, we don't have the custom to rely on the non-Jew, but rather we rely on this 60 times rule. That's the, the 60. If there's 60 times more of the kosher versus the non-kosher, then that is generally what we would assume that it is, it is kosher. A, a vessel that terefa was cooked in, this is a very important rule now, you cannot use it ever. Okay, so if this, if I have a pan here or a pot that 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 in it was cooked, uh, you know, um, you know, pig. Okay, cannot use it forever. Only if it was kosher properly, like we spoke about in the last section, then you could use it. What we just learned, what I just said, that the taste of the terefa that is absorbed in the walls is able to oser, uh, to prohibit any new cooked foods in that kli. This is on condition that the kli that, that the pig was cooked in is a ben yomo. Kelomar. Betoch esrim ve'arba sha'ot. But within 24 hours, that the terefam was cooked in that pot. Mishum she'ad az, until 24 hours, the taste of the terefam that were absorbed in the pot, and, and stuck onto the kliim, it can still give a good taste to the food you're cooking, and oser it, and prohibit it. But after 24 hours pass, any taste that was, even if it's a sour taste, it was absorbed. The pig that was cooked that was in that pot, the pig taste in that pot after 24 hours becomes pagum. It becomes spoiled. There, and it does not have the power to make another food that is, that is cooked in there Prohibited. And when we are in doubt on whether or not this pot, I see a pot here, I know it's not kosher, or whatever, I'm not sure if this pot is within 24 hours that has been used last or not. We consider it that it did pass the 24 hour threshold. Like the rule says, Stam Kelim Enam Beneyomam. Uh, uh, the stam clean where we don't know its status, it is not within 24 hours. We consider that as after 24 hours. But if you know that this kli is terefa, but I cook food in that terefa bezadon, even if you know that this hasn't been used in three weeks, okay? So I know that any taste in there is pagum. Still, kansu chachamim ve'asru et ha-ma'achal ala mevashel ve'akol mishabishel aburam. The chachamim made a knas that, you, that the food that was cooked in there is not allowed to be eaten by the person who cooked it and the, who it was cooked for. Ve'rak la'acherim shatavshi lobo shel aburam utal lo'chlo and only for other people, stam, that um, 
um, it, it would be mutar to eat. Okay, so therefore, with regards to uh, kosher food cooked in a non-kosher pot, you have two questions to consider. Was the kli within 24 hours or not? If it was within 24 hours, then your kosher meat is asur for ev- to everybody. No questions. If the tafshil was not ben yomo, the second question arises. Was it done on purpose? Okay, then it's then you're not allowed to eat it because you put it there on purpose, but other people can. And if it is bishogeg, then it is uh, kosher to uh, to everyone. The reason why the chachamim made the uh, the knas is very simple because if you don't make the knas, then you make people are going to start using non-kosher utensils even within 24 hours. So Chachamim had to make this this uh, this rule. So that's usually the first question, I uh, most common question I get asked with regards. Oh, Rabbi, please, you know, I got I, I accidentally cooked uh, mac and cheese into this pot that was uh, that was uh, meat. Okay, what do I do? Do I gotta throw that right? So we're, we're, without getting into the whether or not you got to kosher the pot, I tell them, well, when was the last time you used the pot? That's the first thing I asked them. Oh no, I haven't used it since last Shabbat or whatever, a week and a half ago. Okay, your mac and cheese is kosher. Why? Because she told me it was accidental. So it's accidental, then we're not worried that she's going to go and do it on purpose. So we can allow it, being that there's no isur there, because any any even though there was cooked, there was meat cooked into that pot prior, but it's pagum. So it's accidental, and even she can have it and for other people. If it was done on purpose, I said, no, sorry. You know, go give it to your neighbor. Let them enjoy it, okay? But you can't have it because you thought you were, uh, you thought you knew the halakha, okay, but it, it's not right. In terms of the actual status of the kli, the status of the kli, we'll, we'll talk about that, uh, we'll talk about that later, okay? Bezat Hashem, we'll continue these ideas uh, tomorrow.